Welcome to another Home Time Show podcast. I'm just going to be straight up about this right at the very start of this little podcast here. Have you ever come into work sometimes and you, you've accidentally put on a shirt that you have worn previously? <laughs> and as a result, you've got a bit of like a bit of a whiff going on. I feel like I've got a whiff. Do you know what I mean? Like a bit of a... Oh. So I don't know whether you're being... Oh, you're sniffing yourself now. This is yeah. about what you're wearing today. That's what I'm wearing okay. today. But to reassure you, uh, I've not smelt a thing. Either I'm coming down with COVID or it's absolutely <laughs> fine. <laughs> well, let's see. Have a listen to the show, see what pans out. Absolute Radio. They asked for a podcast. We told them to do it themselves. And here it is, the Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. Can we talk very briefly about football and football fandom for just a second? Of course we can. At the very start of the show. Uh, as you all know, I'm a lifelong Everton fan and last year, the past couple of years, just been non-stop misery. Uh, Everton were a bit... Fair to say, Everton were a joke the past couple of seasons. Very fair to say. Uh, thank you. A little bit too much, Gus. Sorry. So, <laughs> no, sorry, I'll step back. And it's been really difficult because I love them. It's, it's in my DNA uh, and I didn't want to talk about football. Felt not involved in football. Couldn't watch Match of the Day because we're always losing and stuff like that as well. However, since the start of this new season, something kind of amazing and totally unexpected has happened. We've bought some good players uh, and we've won five games on the trot. Yeah. And uh, it's a bit of a joke, but we're joint top of the league at the I moment. I know. Which is mad because we're used to getting, you know, being last on Match of the Day and just having people taking the mickey out of us. As a result, uh, all weekend, a little-known club song of Everton's called Spirit of the Blues, uh, uh, which I had on blue 7-inch uh, vinyl, see-through, right, limited yeah. edition vinyl when I was a kid. Me and my brother used to put it on all the time. Uh, it's gone viral on, on t- internet. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, started by Finn Kitch on Twitter. And basically what people have been doing is overlaying the Everton song, Spirit of the Blues, uh, on top of weird videos of like Laurel and Hardy and stuff like that as well. And it's a weird song because if you go to Goodison Park, it reminds me if you smell that turf. You know, if you go out and get in your seat before the game starts, you can if you get there early enough at a football match with a really nasty glass of Chang, you can... <laughs> smell the kind of turf of Goodison Park and it reminds me of that they put it on before the game goes on but uh, I feel like if it's okay with you this is such a fleeting moment of joy for browbeaten normally quite miserable downtrodden Evertonians that it would be remiss of me not to use or slightly abuse my, my platform here on Absolute Radio to play a bit of Spirit of the Blues you're kidding me a bit of Spirit I, of the Blues I was expecting you to come in after the weekend and top of the time <laughs> I was expecting to have some Everton chat I was like yeah of course I'll let this go you know he's have his moment in the sun been good as an Arsenal fan for a while now but you know he's, he's, play a song play this some dusty ropey old song you might like it Richie you might like the song it's got a great guitar line on it okay. I think people even if you're not an Everton fan you listen to this you might think I'm like it's number one in the iTunes charts this is I wasn't expecting it but let's have a listen turn it up folks this is Spirit of the Blues <laughs> Status quo. It's not a bad bit of guitar, is it? No. So this is the Everton team singing in the background, just like in the olden days, how people used to sing on football songs. Sing it up. Lose. <laughs> You're going to love the chorus, Richie. Stick with it. I don't think we get to the chorus, do we? Oh, we do. <laughs> oh, really? Get moving. Rocking all over hey, the world. Steady. Sorry. It's the best bit. It's the chorus, folks. Sing it loud. Goodison Park. Quick bit of the chorus. Sing along. There we go. Boom, boom, boom. You nervous, Sean. <laughs> so there you go. Spirit of the Blues. 
We are. It's this top of the iTunes charts. Everton is trending. <laughs> Have you bought all the copies? It's a lot of it's been bought by me. <laughs> so I just want to put that out there. If you've, you know, Everton fans feeling downtrodden after all these years, it's nice to just have a bit of fun now and again, isn't it? Hey, do you know what I mean? There's a deal to be struck on something next. I've got an idea. There's a deal coming up. If you insist on listening to them in your own time, then we can't really stop you. Okay, let's get on with it then. The Home Time Podcast with Bush and Richie. You promised a good 30 seconds of that song and I let it through. I think we let through a good minute and 30 seconds to be quite frank. Wasn't it great? If Arsenal managed to take a point off your your arch rivals tonight at Anfield. Yes. My beloved Arsenal, if we take at least a point away from Liverpool, okay, how about... Uh, an equal amount of uh, the classic good old Arsenal from the 1971 double winning squad. So is it is it a song where, because this is the thing with, right, Spirit of the Blues, it's going back to that era when the team sang the song, and I know like New Order and World in Motion and stuff yeah. kind of changed things a little this bit. This is the double winning squad singing. Well, I'm up for that. would be a brilliant deal if everyone else is. And, you know, and if you have a song back in your childhood that you used to love from your team, it doesn't have to be football, do let us know, 8, 12, 15. Give everyone a two-second burst as a teaser for tomorrow's show. If we get the point. Here we go. A little burst of it goes... Yeah! That's a little that's bit not, of it. That's not fair. <laughs> Absolute Radio. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. It's what happens when you take out all the music, travel, news, regular news and adverts from the show. Unfortunately, it still contains the two of them talking. We're just talking about those old, proper old school uh, footy anthems from back in the day. If you still have any, own any, get in touch. Uh, George does. What you got, George? Um, yeah, I've got an old Millwall song from the 1970s that they did. <laughs> <laughs> Was this back in the era? The, the, the thing that Richie and I love so much about these songs is that it's not like Echo and the Bunnymen doing it. It's, it's just the team trying to sing. Is it like that? That's right. It is indeed, yeah. And it um, comes from about 1972 when they nearly got up to the old first division but missed out, unfortunately. What? And they, re- <laughs> they, re- they released a song to celebrate nearly getting up into a new division? <laughs> no, no, I think they thought it was a done deal and then they released the song and I mean, we never went up. It's a oh, cursed song, George. Is, isn't it? <laughs> wow. And what, what does a Millwall song go like? What kind of lyrics are there in there? Like, we go oh, through the back um, of them. The A side is the one that they always played when they come out. And, the, uh, and they do a B-side as well, which is them singing sort of thing. Have you still and got it in the house? Have you still got it there? I've got it somewhere, yeah. And then they did, I've got, I know I've definitely got the updated version. An updated one, version? Well, they did one in 2004 when they got to the cup final. And how did that go? <laughs> Was it more successful than the promotion that nearly um, happened? No, not really. We, we, we lost three years. <laughs> oh, oh, there's a pattern developing here, George, mate. Every time you don't release well, a song, you lose. Yeah. Well, this is Millwall for here. <laughs> Hometime podcast with Bush and Richie. If you're listening, it's probably not home time anymore. But we can't be bothered to think of a new name. Absolute radio. Uh, some people in life are lucky, some unlucky. I think I'm one of the unlucky people. I got hit by Sod's Law at the weekend. Maybe this has happened to you, not the exact thing, but just ha- having that that chance hitting you and thinking, come on, this think- isn't fair. Sod's Law can be summed up. If you just say to the heavens, 
Typical. <laughs> yeah. This is typical. Here's what happened. Pay for a hand car wash on Saturday afternoon. Uh, oh. Gleaming outside, stinking inside. 45 minutes it took. The car was as if it had just left the showroom for the first time again. Was it a better standard than you can do on your own drive? Far better. Even painted the tyres black. You could do your makeup in the alloys. That's the kind of standard that wow. we're talking about here. Fast forward 24 hours and I'm stuck at some traffic lights in London yesterday and some bloke out of nowhere lurches onto my bonnet and slops some mucky rag on the windscreen and starts cleaning. <laughs> and I'm banging the windscreen, I think it's fair to say, and asking him in no uncertain terms, few choice words, to leave it. Step away from the vehicle, sir. But that is sod's law, right? I haven't seen anyone lurch onto a car at traffic lights for years, decades, maybe. It was a real thing for a bit with the old squeegee and that, yeah. wasn't it? And then they just stopped for some reason. But then... Out of nowhere, and a mere 24 hours after I'd paid 25 quid for a hand car wash, there he is, <laughs> slurping all over my windscreen. I'm like, get off, in no uncertain terms. So I wonder what the thought, the formula, the mathematical formula is of Sod's Law. Because it does sound like a law off of maths, doesn't it? Like It's like uh, expectation times intention equals disappointing and um, typical outcome. Maybe a mathematician can work it out for us. And it's got to be reversible, because I put it to you that if I hadn't done the hand car wash on Saturday there's no bloke at the traffic lights on Sunday I reckon if I went down there now he probably isn't there <laughs> it was worn off he was probably at home thinking you know what I'll give it one more go to see I if wouldn't there's anyone mind betting there. someone's rung it from the hand car wash giving him the registration plate and said this post just had his car done you need to be at this set of lights on Sunday and smear up his car well, it's almost like if you think or feel or suspect that life might be conspiring against you then that's sod's law isn't it it is it's sod's so, law look if it's happened to you maybe over the week weekend uh, or a, a classic example of Sod's Law, this is the time to get in touch. 8.12.15 for your texts. Tweets at Absolute Radio. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. Absolute Radio. The weirdest thing for me is that you've said to me on the show before that you are very proud of your own um, valeting work on your own Correct. vehicle. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. it's weird that in that one in a million time when you decide, oh, actually, go on then, I'll spend a bit of money on it. This happens. It's a weird that in a one in a million time that I even spend money on something. I was going to say. Whether it's a car wash or anything. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, yeah, what happened to you? Steve says, uh, you should have started your windscreen wipers when he started to touch your car with his rag. That is usually the clear message to back off. Oh, yeah, like saying no, 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 no. The rage but, kicked in too quickly. I didn't have the, uh, the the speed of thought. Although sometimes when I've got quite annoyed with people when I've been driving, I act, isn't it the worst thing in the world when you accidentally <laughs> hit your windscreen wipers? <laughs> yeah. really undermines everything. Uh, this is interesting. It says we don't have sod's law in our family. It's called Sugden's luck, i.e. no luck. Best of luck um, regards Ian Sugden, and he said, "No, I didn't win the money on Friday." Maybe you've but named that's Sugden's him. luck. It's Sugden's luck. Maybe he's just <laughs> you're such an unlucky person. You name <laughs> after them. We've got Robert on the line. Robert, tell us your sods law situation. Yeah, basically, I had my car washed. I went to the Morrison's Jet Wash, did it myself, mm-hmm. and that night my car was nicked. Oh, oh no! Oh no! That's worse than having it cleaned by someone else the next <laughs> yeah, day of the traffic badly. You see, you you could look at that, Robert, and say that the sod's law part of it is because you made your car look even nicer by yeah. cleaning it. It looked nicer yeah. to bad people. That's one way of looking at it. And you a lucky fella overall? How's your luck been since then? Just to make sure you're okay. I've got a new car sorted, so that's all taken care of. Okay. Don't clean it. Yeah, do not clean it. <laughs> Oh, I have to. It's a frost white car, so it has to be cleaned regularly now. Robert, don't boast about it. <laughs> <laughs> Please. 
Why is flossed white? I mean, that, that's surely, that. like, slightly placky. It sounds it, but it's like white, but it's a sharp white. It's it's hard to explain without seeing it. Okay. But if you put a white car next to a frost white car, you'll see it's, like, much sharper. It's, it's hard to describe. So the guy who got his car stolen after he got it cleaned has then replaced that car with a car that needs to be cleaned all the time because it's bright white. <laughs> yes. Unfortunately. Robert, what a, a treat talking to you. Thank you very much, fella. Take care. Absolute Radio. They asked for a podcast. We told them to do it themselves. And here it is, the Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. Richie and I would say a big thank you to everyone who got involved in our Conkers tournament. Yeah, still getting loads of tweets and things for people coming in, so now getting their conkers and everyone taking part. It's great. Conkers season is still cracking on and stuff like that. We had uh, a home time tournament, which was an amazing thing, culminating with a head-to-head battle on the steps of a iconic statue in the centre of London. Yeah. Uh, but it proves, I think, that there is still a big public appetite for schoolyard games... <laughs> Even though we're surrounded by uh, your Nintendo Switches, your mobile phones, Candy yeah. Crush Saga, whatever, there's still an appetite for those games of olden days that you would have played on the schoolyard. So the next game that we would like to explore and maybe go head-to-head with here on the Home Time Show, and we'd love your help with this, is the enigma that is hopscotch. Now, we're at a very, very low base knowledge of this. With Conkers, you know, we, we, we were confident enough to go straight in for a championship. And Stampsies. For this, I'd have to hold my hand up and say, I've seen it on school playgrounds, never did it. Now, I remember, like, we would be playing football and then the girls off to the right would be doing the hopscotch thing. As far as I can tell, it looked a little bit like a pagan ritual. <laughs> Draw on the floor, then one of them thrones like a bone. Is it like a bone, an animal bone? A bit of a, a, bit of an animal's spine onto the floor. Was it a, Was it... What? It's like a stone or a bone or something. I thought it was more a stone than a bone. I think it might have been some t- like a tooth from like a sabre, like a tiger or something. Right, OK. Tough school. Throw, throw that on the floor. Secondary school in uh, Torquay is quite tough. Uh, and then you skip... But like, can you? Can you? Are you playing against other people with hopscotch? Is it like adversarial, me v you, or are you just trying to beat the game? I hope. I hope you're playing against someone. Otherwise, what's the point? What's the point? What are you doing? <laughs> this is it. So look, we're really, really keen to get involved in the pro hopscotch market here in the United Kingdom. But as Richie just said, we don't know anything about it. You say get involved with the pro hopscotch market. <laughs> we might even be setting it up. You know, <laughs> this might be us. We are the league. So if you have any intel, maybe you still play. Do you still play hopscotch? Weirdly enough, in my uh, daughter's school in North London. They've got it sprayed onto the floor of the yard. Oh, it's obviously still a thing. It's still a thing, isn't it? Do you know what I mean? It's like hieroglyphics. You know, maybe it's something from a, a, a bygone era, but if you have any intel on hopscotch, get in touch now, 8 12, 15. Absolute Radio. If you insist on listening to them in your own time, then we can't really stop you. Okay, let's get on with it then. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. We thought we'd do hopscotch. But here's the issue, right? Richie and I don't really know what the rules are for hopscotch. Remember, it had been played on the yard back in the day, but it was just a bit weird. We've, we've put a request out there five minutes ago on this show. If anyone knows the rules of hopscotch, get in touch. Not one single person. It's as if this hopscotch is some kind of closed club. Yeah. Uh, and no one talks about the rules of hopscotch. I mean, yeah, like some kind of yeah, like fight club. Yeah. That is weird, isn't it? I mean, I remember it being played. Played, but maybe I've got a fake memory of it and it's been implanted in my mind by the powers that be. Some- so I'm sounding like Ian Brown here. <laughs> Somebody here has uh, broken cover saying girls round our way used an old tobacco tin with stones inside nice. to slide along the pavement for hopscotch. It sounds like someone out of Salem. 
you know what I mean? And weirdly enough, Jamie Robbins says, not a clue how it works. I'm pretty sure it's witchcraft. Maybe it is something to do with the occult. Is it something to do with the occult? I, don't, I mean, they wouldn't be painting it on school paygrounds still in 2020 if well, it was the case. If they are, we've got a hell of a news story for you right <laughs> here. We have breaking news. One final time then, if anyone is willing to... <laughs> we can offer you um, witness relocation... <laughs> I think we might have we to. We might have to. Uh, we'll, we'll meet you at a service station somewhere. You can you can discuss it on the show when they have these silhouetted in front of those, uh, like a filing cabinet in an office. <laughs> if you know the rules, one final time, 8, 12, 15. Luckily, we have someone called Tracy on the line. Tracy, you know the rules of hopscotch, right? Well, yeah. I mean, it's been a long time. I'm 50 now, but yes, I know how to play hopscotch. Richie and I have uh, got the sense that this is quite a secretive, closed-off community, the uh, UK hopscotch scene. No one wants to speak to us or for fear of being judged. I don't know. Is is it some kind of mafia-type thing? (laughs) No, I don't think so. I mean, you obviously you have to draw your boxes. So you need your chalk. Um, I mean, don't forget, I'm old school, so I do it all the old-fashioned way. So you get your chalk, mm-hmm. you do one box, write number one in it, and then you have to do two more boxes. So the one has to sort of be in the middle at the top of the next one. So you go one, two, three, then four again on its own underneath, the two and the three. Right. And then five, six, seven, yeah. underneath again, eight, nine, and ten underneath again. So I'm sure we could probably even copy like uh, something off an existing playground. So we've got the Pathé newsreel or yeah, something like that. Got the yep. form. So once that grid's down, what do we do? Yep. You then get a stone. Yep. That's what we use. You get a little stone. You have to throw it on a number. Yeah. And whatever that number is, you then have to jump if it's a Two numbers next to each other, left and right. You put your both feet, one on each square. Right. Pick it up. So if you're on one foot, you have to stay on one foot to pick foot to pick it up. Mm-hmm. Right, yeah. And how do I or beat Bush can... at this game? Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. I mean, you're just the first... It's just the first person to get to the top. Is that it? All that, all that business with the stone and the chalk and the grid. Yeah. So, so once you've got your stone, you can then throw it again. You've just got to get to the top. But when you say the first person to get to the top, do we like yeah. time each other with a stopwatch? No, you don't time each other. If you if you end up losing, you pick your stone up, you go back to the back to the queue. What if we ended up in the same number? Can we wrestle or can I push him over or anything like that? doesn't work like that, no. Because once you've got your stone, if you've done it without putting your hand or your foot down, if you're on one foot, yep. then you take, you'll you go again to try and get it up to the... So right. you, you would start from ten and go up. Look, Tracy, you have been yeah. fantastic for us. You you have broken cover. And you've, you've given us a, a valiant explanation of the rules. What I would like to see now is I would like to see the pair of you do that outside and video it and, and put it on... Your absolute radio website. Well, I think you know how this show works. <laughs> <laughs> Give us a few days, all right? <laughs> okay, all right then. Absolute radio. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. It's what happens when you take out all the music, travel, news, regular news, and adverts from the show. Unfortunately, it still contains the two of them talking. Kirsty from Cobridge says, uh, and remember we had someone on earlier on texting about um, a tobacco tin full of stones yep. or teeth or something yeah, yeah, like yeah. that. It's really weird. <laughs> In Scotland, we call it beds. You throw the tobacco or shoe polish tin to the number, hop to it, and then you have to kick it on one foot. You do this all the way from one to ten. If you don't kick it out in one, you have to go back to one and start again. The winner is the one that kicks it out from ten first. I quite like the sound of that. It sounds a bit more aggressive than 
than just chucking a stone. Any kids listening to this moaning about download speeds for a Nintendo Switch <laughs> at the moment? This is how people used to entertain themselves. This text says, uh, says uh, Hopscotch, legendary game of accuracy, balance and agility. I'd love to join a league. A league? What about that? Something in this. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. If you're listening, it's probably not home time anymore. But we can't be bothered to think of a new name. Absolute radio. Uh, you may remember on Friday's show, I was telling you about the socially distanced uh, drinks round a fire pit. I was looking forward to uh, the end of the uh, show with uh, me and three of my mates. Did you sing uh, Gingangooli at the end? <laughs> Do you know what? Uh, we just drank. Oh, fair enough. Uh, so there was uh, there was no singing that was going on. So uh, Gingangooli uh, got away for another day. But we'll look next forward time. to that. Next time. <laughs> yeah. But you know what? Sometimes you feel like you know people and someone says something and you're like, you what? Um, so we turned up. Brought our own, all that kind of thing, uh-huh. and uh, brought some snacks. And uh, one of the lads uh, got out a big bag of Watsits. And uh, my other mate goes, oh, I've never had Watsits. He's 43. Wow. He's the same age as me, but he's never had Watsits. Who's never had Watsits? It's a weird thing is, Watsits are normally uh, ever present in any form of kids' party that you've been to when you were kids. There's always Watsits. This there. is the thing. I-, I thought to myself, I could understand if he'd come from a house where his parents had some kind of rule that, oh, not enough house what's it so for whatever reason but as a result you then go to a kid's party at some point and see some what's it's and be thinking oh we're not allowed these at home i'm going to try these while i'm out you surely have you how does anyone get to 43 and never had what's it imagine that as well for him he's never experienced uh, the paste on the, t- the roof of the mouth or the smell on the fingers or the taint on the fingers the taint on the fingers or the taint on the fingers on the goes on goes on to jeans and then you have to get out the old stain devil and get the what's it's out or that thing where you you have to keep eating them because the, the, the feeling on your hands is so bad you just got to keep eating them <laughs> exactly. or have a what's it sandwich with bread and butter mate there's there's oh. it was it was a topic of that's why we didn't have time for Gingangooli we're just talking about why <laughs> I don't think I can trust him I feel like I can't trust the guy playing fool with him later it's wow. a decision that I've got to take but yeah. this is the strange thing right so in the final hour of the show let's all come clean together we all have these things that we've never done what is going how do you how does that never happen to someone? How Would you not sort that out? I mean, look, let's, once again, Pete, Pete doesn't offer up his age. He doesn't have to, but let's stop for a second. I mean, you would have thought there'd been... To see none is quite something. I mean, you might, you might have thought that at some point down the years you've been to a really iffy one that was really easy to get tickets to or you're given... But to have seen none. Nothing. Not even walk past a band playing out the front of a pub. I think I'm going to stop and just watch this lot for a while. He's not even been seeing the Gruffalo. So, you know, a kid, you know, <laughs> has he not seen, like, The Hobbit at Hi- Bristol Hippodrome? It's the way I'm reading it. My mate has said over the weekend that he's never had a packet of Watsips. Never tried Watsips. Had his first ones Friday night. Blew his mind. That's the other thing we didn't get to when we were talking about this a few minutes ago. What was he like when he had it? I mean, I'd love to have... It's like, you know, when those people who suddenly get their hearing back or try um, sparkling that, that stuff used to tip in your mouth and makes your, your tongue crackle with for all, the first time. With all due respects to Watsits, it wasn't as if he had a road to Damascus moment. <laughs> I love it, though. I love the fact he's never had this in his life. Uh, we're talking about I have never. Uh, Chris says, I've never watched a game of football. He's missing out. But he's missing out. Yeah. Check out some of the uh, the Everton footage from the uh, past few games. Chris <laughs> I knew you'd say that. Uh, Maureen. Maureen Best has never seen an Indiana Jones film. First one was good, and then maybe the others weren't so good. The, the last one was absolute litter. The one with uh, Shia LaBeouf in it was litter. So... <laughs> 
<laughs> Maureen, at least if at least you're now getting a rating as to which one to pick. And then uh, Jenna says, I've never eaten an egg. Never eaten an egg in any format. Once again. Why? What? Because she's never had it. Why get, Why build up that, that like, antithesis to something? I need to say that again. Why build up that antithesis well to done. something without having I tried it first, at least, do you know what I mean? Gotta have a try. Absolute Radio. If you insist on listening to them in your own time, then we can't really stop you. OK, let's get on with it then. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. Paul in South Wales says, I've never returned anything. I've usually what? no shame, but the thought of taking something back to a shop makes me very anxious. Paul, you've got every right. You paid for it. It should be good. That is unbelievable. The st- situations that some people get into. Yeah. Greg says, I've never been to Wagamama's. <laughs> Come on. Come on, Greg, mate. Katsu curry. You deserve it. I've got Linda on the line. Linda, what have you never? I have never ordered takeout food to be delivered to the house, and I feel like I'm quite weird because everyone <laughs> seems to have their pizzas and their curry and whatever delivered. Can I ask a question? I I, I have a weird thing about food being delivered to us. I will order takeaway, but I'll go and get it myself uh, because I feel like I'm more in control. Is that what it is? You go and get it or you just never have any form of takeaway food? Um, I, well, very rarely have takeaway food anyway, but if I did, I would go down to the chip shop or go to the Chinese and actually buy it myself. Uh, right, Linda, you don't have to give us too many details, but what town do you live in? In Cambridge. What is your favourite type of food? Italian. Oh, okay. very fancy. All right, okay. So, I mean, at best, let's say Cambridge Dominoes. <laughs> yeah, they've got they've got more than one. They've got they've it's sport got, for it's, choice. It can it can be done seriously, it and it arrives warm. It can it can be arranged. Do it tomorrow. You can order two, and you get two for the price of one. Oh, okay, lovely. Well, that's tomorrow's dinner sorted then. <laughs> Radio. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Ritchie. It's what happens when you take out all the music, travel, news, regular news and adverts from the show. Unfortunately, it still contains the two of them talking. I have never. Uh, that's what this uh, final hour of the show has been. It's a little bit like a sleepover. Um, Harry <laughs> is on the line. Harry, what have you never? Oh, I, I've never eaten Spam before. Uh, you know, I'm 31 years of age now, but I've still haven't had Spam in my life. <laughs> Ever. When have you been in a situation <laughs> where spam has been offered to you, but you've politely declined? Well, I, well I've never really, I suppose at school when they had like spam fritters, but I've just never fancied it, I've never really had it. Seen it in the shelves in, in like, supermarkets, but never had it. Bush, I'm going to have to uh, be up front here. Uh, I'm going to have to join Harry on this. 43, never had spam. I've never had spam either. <laughs> You're kidding. Never had it. I mean, I've had corned beef hash till it's coming out of my ears, but I've never had spam. Obviously, I've seen the Monty Python like spam a lot and all that. I'm still haven't had it. Harry, who'd have thought? We're, we're we're here. We all are on Absolute Radio. We've suddenly formed some kind of spam support group. <laughs> spam None club. of us have had it. No, it's crazy. What about this for an idea? Would you be up for this, Harry? If if we got some spam, would you be up for maybe trying it with us? So maybe we could send you out some spam or something like that. <laughs> 100%, definitely. Well, so what, what we'll have to do, what, it's going to take a few days, we'll have to buy some spam, send it to you, <laughs> confirm you've got it, and then we'll make ourselves some spam here and we'll call you back up and we'll all have spam at the same time same, together. That sounds amazing. That sounds amazing, yeah. Yeah, count me in. Definitely. And imagine that. Imagine if Harry takes a bit of a turn on this and then uh, dobs us in for sending him unwanted letters. <laughs> and it is technically spam. <laughs> it's spam, spam. It's spam, spam. Spam, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Oh, yeah. The 
Home Time Podcast with Bush and Ritchie. If you're listening, it's probably not home time anymore, but we can't be bothered to think of a new name. Absolute radio. I've not developed a continuous cough, uh, so uh, 45 minutes on from the beginning of the podcast, I think you're fine. Also, I've got to ask you, what happened with your... Have, have you had your delivery of your thermometer gun thing that you bought? The thermometer gun has come, yeah, it's Have fantastic. you used it on anyone? Yeah, uh, at the moment, just on my wife and toddler. <laughs> uh, despite the fact they have no symptoms, I keep going up every day just taking thermometers. It's fantastic, taking thermometers, taking temperatures. Little, so easy. little morning check, I like that, make them line up. I'll like, come in tomorrow and test you if you want. That'd be great, that would that genuinely be really good. OK, guys, ready for this? One, two, three, four. Bush and Richie's podcast. It is now over. Bush and Richie's podcast. It is now over. Let me hear you say. Bush and Richie's podcast. It is now over. Bush and Richie's podcast. It is now over. It's over. It's done.